guess what? 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 Welcome to the John Carthrude Robot Podcast. I'm <laughs> Jasmine Daisy Dead Robinson. God damn it. <laughs> you did not hear everything that was said before the show. Yeah, because that was before the show. Yeah, that was, before, that was definitely before the show. We... <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We was um, giving them, at first, bit information about the DCEU. Um, we'll do an episode on that. Because I am not particularly happy. Well, I was never particularly happy with DCEU. But the fact that I was maybe the few that wanted to see Ava DuVernay's New Gods. And the fact that she was going to use Big Butter and Mr. Miracle... It really pisses me off. I would have loved to see Big Barda on mm. live yeah. action. And yeah, we don't get to see Big Barda. It would have been just such a good chance to relaunch Dark Side because I remember reading an article where they're like, "Oh, with how close you know the Justice League is and Dark Side, we didn't want to oversaturate or whatever." And it's like that's the stupidest reason. Yeah. Like <sighs> you are saying, like. Zack Snyder's Justice League is the cause isn't canon, so it's not going to do anything. Like, come on. Like, fuck y'all. Um, Would have helped with your relaunch, but whatever, y'all are dumb. But we're not here to talk about the DCEU. We're going to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, episode 3. Um, it was a very interesting episode. Once again, I don't see where people... The Baron is back! Right? He, like, oh. Jesus. But before we get into Man. all that, the rigmarole. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Thompson, Apple Podcasts, as soon as one of us get the Adobe Suite to up the photo so we can go on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so you all can hear these reviews, and maybe we can get screeners in the future. You uh, know, I feel like we should just um, kind of circumnavigate that. And just do a nice little typed picture that says high res picture. And then that's your 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 little icon for the show. Yeah. A high res picture. That's not that. That um that logo. I'm gonna give a little brief history on the logo after I my Rick and Roll. Um as we go forward, we're doing Invincible episode one of one through four is gonna be up already, should be up already. Um, I know my lazy ass is the one who's editing it and posting it, so it should be up already if y'all listen to this. Um, obviously, we're doing Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm gonna, I made the executive decision. I'm gonna set out on Loki. I was, I'm not a fan of Loki. Never been a fan of Loki. Um, I feel Benita and Krishna can do a good job without me here. Oh, but why? But why? So yes, that means I'm not gonna watch the show either. Huh. I'm saying wow. I'm, I'm I had a conversation on Joker and Harley Quinn and why I have a disdain for them now than I did seven years ago. And we're promoting. Yes, Harley is now an anti-hero, but in a way, we're still promoting toxicity through the Joker. And that and the Joker movie is just an example of why it should never be made in the first place. Loki is one of them. Just be, yes, Loki has a tragic backstory, a tragic childhood that doesn't excuse the genocide and the killings that he does. And on this point, in the MCU's point, for the comedic effect, bump all that. I was happy that he got killed off in Infinity War, but then we get to Endgame, and I'm like, fuck! 
we're gonna get something with Loki. And look where we at. Loki is his own TV show. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Right. So I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm treating okay. like I'm treating this one like the Mandalorian. I'll get to it when I get to it. But I okay, watching, well. But I am watching the um, Guinea Tartakovsky's Clone Wars, the superior version of Clone Wars. Sorry, Ahsoka fan. Um, <laughs> literally, Harley, move. <laughs> I'm just loving this energy right now. <laughs> you drop this, you're gonna be sitting outside. I am enthralled right now. What the fuck is going on? You know what? Uh, this sounds like a very toxic relationship you have right now. No, no, no. <laughs> our fourth, our th- our seventh member, Harley Quinn the cat, hmm. likes to fuck with shit. She almost knocked down a statue. Sounds, she like she almost knocked down. Pretty a, toxic. A, sound, you no, know, she almost dropped the statue. It almost landed on her. I don't have money for the animal shelter for the animal hospital, <laughs> and the statue was pretty far back. But the shelf is like she's she's becoming a little she she's not fat she's in her age she's getting a little bit more bigger she's like, fluffy she's fluffy and her fluffiness is causing things to drop mm. I, and I want her to l- at least live for twenty years yeah of course live a long healthy cat life but it is hard for that when she's tr- actively trying to kill herself. <laughs> and she's near an area where a bunch of plugs where my consoles are plugged up at oh you gotta be careful yeah with that so one bite yeah you gotta be very careful Did, does she chew cords a lot oh wait we, we, we nipped that in the bud after she um <laughs> her fault her fault I told her to I stop I just keep picturing the cat from Christmas Vacation I told, her, I told her to stop. She got a good, got a good, a good jolt. She jumped. I, I've never seen her jump that high. Oof, oof. <laughs> she sat down. Lucky enough, she had an appointment for the um, vet already. I told her the vet what happened. She's like, "Oh, she's fine." I was like, "Okay." She learned her lesson. She doesn't chew quartz. She pulls quartz. <laughs> so there's a difference. She pulls. Okay. She doesn't chew no more. She pulls. She <laughs> I mean, arguably better, but also cat, not. When a cat levels up, they pull. So now she's pulling. No, no, no. Cat, new cat skill acquired. Pull. Yeah. <laughs> so derailed this conversation. Thank you, Harley. Our seventh, member, our seventh member of the podcast. She will also come soon to YouTube soon. Well, talking about <laughs> talking like, about trying to figure out what the cat dragged in. Um, also, Baron Zemo. Right, <laughs> um, we did. If you listen to the opening, it's an updated opening of the podcast. Because um, Christian touched upon, you know, we need to touch upon the logo, a brief history on the logo and the um, and the opening. The logo was created because I was I curated an art show. And it's the first art show I got to curate where a group of students trusted me with the setup, the show, showing off their art, and then me being the social media manager with two other co-curators. So I'm always going to be tied to that logo because that's, that shows that I worked with someone. We made it happen. 
where different colleges saw what we was doing. And they in turn are majority of the listeners of this podcast, even though artist talk is on hiatus. Friend Denise takes before she start, and she says she's not making a bed. If you're working for Ubisoft and you got co-nominated on a song by Logic, you made it big in my eyes. Oh shit! And she created our opening. It was called "Off the Wall." Originally, the podcast was going to be called "Off the Wall," but I right. be, but I don't want to be sued by Vans. Right, he'd rather be sued by somebody else. <laughs> so we're called the Giant Contraman Robot, even though we have nothing to do with the Anamanaguchi song. That is why the article is important. The Giant Contraman Robot. And <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference. And I gave in so many acts in the art show why it's called the Giant Contraman Robot. We're the robots creating this giant contraband for you all. <laughs> and she was like, that is true. So in a way, we're robots, and at times I sound like a robot because my fucking mic or Discord's fucking up. We all are robots creating content that we love for everyone to listen to. And that is your brief history on the giant contraband robot and why the opening sounds a little bit more robotic. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since we've, since we've talked about this on podcast, I think. Yeah, so it's a remastered, and I actually like it, and... Hope you all like it, and Denise is gonna get money off of this. <clears throat> We're not. She's in reference. <laughs> it's a trade-off. It is a it's a legit trade-off, and like a trade-off, they had to give they had to break Zemo out in order to get information. Right. You saw that. Right. You saw it, that Tristan shit I did right there. I saw. I saw that. I saw that. That that was fire. That was fire. Oh. It, it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh, all right, cool. So he's not going to be in this one, but he's totally in this one. So let's all talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yes, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and the Baron, and also the Sharon. <laughs> Which will be the title of this episode. Uh, I, I actually, I put a, a meme of that in the chat for the rest of us to be able to see that because that shit was hilarious when I saw that. A falcon, a soldier, and a baron walk into a bar. <laughs> what do they find? <laughs> they find their sharing and experience. Um. <laughs> but yes, this, uh, this obviously, this episode had to start off with the baron, especially with the way that it ended last episode, right? Yep. Um, had to start off. No, go ahead. I was just saying, um. No, oh, yeah, no. Had to start off with the Baron. And I think, okay, Benita, what do you think so far? Let, let's get, do you want to get our general thoughts out and then go, like, the structure? Or should we, like, do one by one? Because I really wanted to start with the fact that, like, I love seeing that fucking Walker dude is losing his shit. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my I'm God, like, yes. Dude, again, like, the epitome of, like, white fragility white privilege <laughs> mm-hmm. because like he's not mad that, that, that they did just, something dirty he's just mad that they did it first yeah it was just so like because i think it was the opening scene where they go to the place that carly used to be right and he was like do you know who i am like that was such a karen moment to me. oh 100 100 percent where i was like if the next words out of your mouth are not i want to speak to your manager like come on He's oh, like, that's not how this is supposed to work. But I just, oh, I loved it because it's, again, it's showing that great just 
difference between both of them where like you know cap was like this is the symbol i've been giving so obviously i have to live up to this symbol to be like the best person i can be whereas like walker was just handed this symbol and so now he's like on a big power trip and so when things don't work his way he's all like whiny crybaby about it and i just freaking love it like oh i can't wait to see like him lose his shit and his friends lose his shit yeah. like, it's like oh. even lamar's just like like calm down man like <laughs> oh not 100 percent, oh. but you could tell he's just like what the fuck is going on with him right now like he's losing his shit yeah it's so and great I can't, like i just i wish i knew the progression of time because mm-hmm. I just want to know how far behind they were from Sam and Bucky. Yeah, yeah, because you it's know? like, okay, approximately what? They were, at least the way that the that it was, um, you know, played out. They got there, they got, uh, they got Zemo out, they had done all of that, like, apparently within enough time to where Sam wasn't aware that Bucky had done all of that shit. <laughs> Dude. Like, with him? Oh, that was so brilliant. Like, I loved how they set that up really well. I, think. I loved how they set it up because, oh, and they clearly make it seem like they're like, okay, they're going to formulate a plan. And then mm-hmm. Bucky's just talking about like, well, hypothetically speaking, what if what if we did this do? and then this and then this <laughs> and then followed it up with that? How about how about that? And then, oh, God, and then he just walks in and I was like, God damn it. God no. damn it. It was a it was a great entrance, and I think like narratively, it did a really good job. Of um, I'm normally not a fan of the cinematography style of when like they'll cut back to where they have already done something, but express it and exposit it mm. in like mm-hmm. in a that's, future period. I normally don't like that. That's a yeah. that, that's a Guy Ritchie trait. Um, Guy Ritchie he, pretty much um, solidified. Yeah, with the ocean. Stuff. Yeah, with the, not no not oceans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, oh wait, no, not, sorry. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking something else. My bad. Steven Sonnenberg, The Oceans, Guy Ritchie, Lock Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, King Arthur, more recently. Or um A Man from Uncle. What was that last like gentleman movie? The gentleman with um The Gentleman, yes. that is a damn good guy. That is true form damn good guy Ritchie movie. The gentleman. Yeah. The gentleman. That is a damn good With, movie. With um Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Oh well, well. Oh and, um, right. For some reason, I'm thinking of something else there too. Yeah. Um, Colin I don't Farrell, know why I'm. Colin Farrell. Blinking on his name. Uh, um, Charlie Hunnam. Colin Farrell. There we go. Um. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was a good movie. Um. What's but the anyway, for Crazy Rich Asians. It's gonna be Snake Eyes. Um, oh, oh, right. Henry um, Golden? Yeah, Golden? Henry Golden. Golden. Yeah, something like that. But Definitely check Anyway. Out, because of the tangent, check out The Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna bring it back, so. Bringing it back, bringing it back. Oh, okay, so first off. Still not it. <laughs> God, just, I honestly, I think what I love so much about the Marvel TV shows mm-hmm. is how for the most part because we'll touch on this later for the most part like villain wise uh-huh. you're doing so good like right where you love the villains like i'm like give me more agatha harkness even though i technically still don't think she was a villain 
in one division. <laughs> uh, I mean, she was she's certainly set up to be bad, but I'm also like she just saw some girl that didn't understand her power using it willy nilly. So obviously, you're gonna try and take that away from somebody, right? Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. And with her nature. But anyway, this isn't about Agatha. <laughs> but like Zemo, like the, he's just. They've done so more character development for him. Charming. Oh, like, yeah. Sweet baby Jeebus. It's like, and why, then, are oh my God, when me, why are they making me like him? Because like, I thought I was going to just go back to hating him, especially like when Bucky first walked in and he started doing his code words. Oh, 100%. Um, and I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Don't be a dick. And then, like, it's that effortless, like, switch uh-huh. that he can do from, like, I, that slightly menacing dick bag. Obviously, but... because I think of everything in D&D terms, I think Zemo at this point is very much a great representation of what a lawful evil character looks like. And that's your one. That's my fuck you. You're not yeah. a good one. <laughs> no, I said I'm not. You forwent your right on this. Continuing on. No, <laughs> I said I was not on Loki. Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm on. So you use your one on this one. Uh-huh. Oh, on, okay. On Loki, uh, you can do whatever you want. I'm engineering. He is gonna be chaotic. Like Loki, I feel like is just. He's going to be that chaotic evil. He's going to be the chaotic evil, hopefully. But see, I don't even think like he's full chaotic evil. Like, he, if anything, if anything, he might say, be like, neutral. He's neutral. Yeah, like chaotic no. neutral because like he'll he sort of swings for whatever's best for him, not so much like what's best for everyone else. So yeah, maybe that is like neutral because it could he, be a good thing. He would be a neutral. Could also be a bad- yeah, because he has the ability to to basically basically he's evil in whenever the fuck he wants to be. Yeah, which is like I think in yeah. my opinion a good a good idea of what um, neutral evil is. But the thing is, mm-hmm. it's like he's neutral evil more so in my mind because he has the ability to work with whoever the fuck he needs to work with when he knows that it's going to be benefiting him, and he realizes that in these moments. It's going to be easier and more beneficial to me to get what I want in the end through their help, regardless yeah. of what I need to do. But in that moment that I need to fuck them over, I'm going to fuck them over because it's what I it's it's about fulfilling what I need in that moment. Yeah. Which I is mean, like I know we'll talk about this later. I'm just going to yeah. be so sad because it's like it's the old school like dickish loki and yeah. it's just like you had such growth at ragnarok gosh darn it <laughs> right but anyways going back to zemo. anyways back to zemo um yeah. so wonderful escape plan um he just waltzes in like no big deal <laughs> it's yeah. a little police stolen security guard I think uniform. they they did a really good job in that moment because l- what i was saying right with uh with like the 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 cinematography style of that. I normally am not a fan of that, but I think in a, I don't think I've ever seen it in a TV show setting is what I'm realizing. I, yeah. It's it's probably been done, but I haven't seen it that often. And in this moment, I think it did a really good job of not only encapsulate like fast forwarding up to the point that we needed to be, but 
encapsulating what Zemo can do and is capable of with still giving you like room for like, okay, he can do a lot of other stuff. I don't know. But if he can do this kind of a thing, if he's moving in this way, like you don't see him full on fighting until the end of the episode. We'll talk about that. But but um, but you do see him like, you know, be able to handle a couple of guards and then sneak into where he needs to be and then, you know, be smart enough to like uh, to take the guards uniforms and then wait for like the patrol shifts and be that timed. All that kind of stuff is like small things that indicate what this character can do. And because of the way that they use that shot, it brought you up to that speed in that moment to be like, OK, cool, we're here. We don't have to spend that much time on it or uh, anymore. The rest of what you need to know will be exposited from here. That's yeah. And I thought, that was, um, I thought that was great for the story. Yeah, it was so good. And I like it's such a dumb detail to notice, but I do like that they did this where like you could tell there was a, a layer of dust over the cars like yes. they weren't spiffy shiny like you see in you know like iron man movies or but, yeah exactly like kids have been sitting here but you've he's forgetting... like i've been in jail like nobody's been here taking care of these babies yeah. it's like yeah. you know what i appreciate that but, yeah but then one glaring omission we um we didn't say he's like how do you have all this i'm a baron i'm rich no, that's after the that was awesome that was awesome after this scene (laughs) i don't know yeah we were gonna talk about that but yeah this but that is a great point like i fucking loved that moment of just like how 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 do you have all of this stuff and he's like i'm a baron dude like yeah like it's just it's just so good to know like that you can technically call him like their sugar daddy basically kind of yeah like it it subtly <laughs> explains how they're gonna be able to pull some things out of their ass he's gonna flip yeah he's, but he's gonna turn on them though and I, I just wondering oh like, no for sure oh yeah no 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 there's just i'm we waiting for the moment coming. like it's gonna yeah. be sam it's not is, gonna be a surprise it's gonna be like sam is right it, sam is gonna be us and this was gonna happen this is why you don't trust people like him. but i i, I know sam is um. gonna pull, sam is gonna definitely pull that out uh, out of his ass about that like like he knew right off the bat, this was not going. It's not going to end well, and he proved it right. Um, sorry for interrupting your your you guys' thoughts. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, no, but no, yeah, you, 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 you want me on the you want yeah. me on the sideline? That's fine. I keep on playing with Harley. No, it's, it's I, well, no. You speak up when when you want. Like say your piece, sir. We don't. Uh, but we, I did we, really we, like we, that scene. It was good. It's just treat me like Sam if you want. Because number one, Bucky. <laughs> the fashion, the fashion in this show is just so damn good. Because it's I'm like, so please, bad. I want, I want Zemo's jacket. Like, right? Please, like, hurry I have to... up and I make t- it because that shit is fucking swag, and I want it. Now, I remember what swag the... that suit, mm-hmm. that suit uh, Mackie was wearing. That is a fire suit. That was that, that was mean, that... He's like this looks ridiculous. I'm like, nah, man, come on, come no, on. No, shit looks good, bro. But, but, looks he, good. but he says something that Benin has been saying from day one. When they was running, he's like, I can't run in heels. <laughs> yes, yes, I Dude. love that. Okay, we're going further ahead. But we're yes. jumping away, so we gotta jump back. We're gonna we're, get to that. We're gonna get there. So <laughs> yes, so I yes. did mm-hmm. I did appreciate the whole you know, I'm a baron. I'm rich because it's mm-hmm. just like 
you know, we were royalty before you guys destroyed my country. And it's just it was like, not even his there. It was not technically it's not even Sam's fault. Yeah, but I mean, he's an evil guy and he's going to obviously hold him accountable for like. That but I mean, but it's also kind of understandable because it is. um, Tony's fault. It, it, it is the Avengers. It is sort of the Avengers fault. It's mostly Tony and um, Banner's fault because right. they were the ones that made Ultron. Ultron. But like the, you know, it it's just it's a complicated situation, which is what I like because it's, you know, everyone can it's one of those times where people can easily see both sides, whereas like nowadays when someone's like, oh, well, we have to listen to both sides. And it's like, you know, yeah. sometimes one side is bad and we shouldn't have to listen to it. Right. Um, and actually, that's a that's a good way to bring in uh, the what is it? Carly Morgenthau's character and yes. what they did for her in this. I hope she I, like that. I hope she gets a horrible, horrible. I didn't like right? it. <laughs> I but I I I didn't like it, but at the same time I got why they were doing that because it's like oh look like we're giving her all of these humanitarian reasons to do what she's doing, but we still have to also give the audience a reason to be like no this is why like they're they're fighting them. I, I... That's what that's what I don't like because it's like they showcase that they're coming at this from like a place of um the people who like, I guess maybe like idealism where they're like look yeah we understand like the people that flipped away it was very sad but like the world was getting better and then they mm -hmm. come back and now the world is shit because there's like not concentration camps um humanitarian camps like yeah, who, refugee he, camps yeah, the, what is it the the GRC the global relocation yeah. But like you see, and I get we're jumping ahead. God damn it! We keep um, jumping ahead. We just no, really I, I there's a lot in this episode. So I say for this one anyway. That one I say for this one is better. It's, it's okay to jump ahead because with with WandaVision, it in a way we it was following a, a, a set order. Here there are links that, to a lot of things. Links to a lot of things that stood out. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. and I feel this one really showed that I think they filmed. Falcon and Winter Soldier as one long movie and they just chose where to cut it off to mm -hmm. make it subtle like it's a TV yeah. show. Like you can t like if we um, It feels like that. It really does feel like that. Like if we went, went back let's, let's say we never like we just waited till the whole series was done and we just reviewed it as one long thing. I bet you minus the end credits everything just flew. Flows yeah. more better. Yeah, you, we'll probably, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if if they don't ever get, or even if they do get a second season for whatever reason, I wouldn't be surprised if some point down the line we'll end up getting like a, a, a official cut of like all of them together, like stitched together the way that like you yeah. can watch it all in one sitting if you want to. Yeah. If that does, if that's not going to exist through an official means, which I would be very surprised that they do not capitalize on that. But I know for a fact that's going to be done on an unofficial means for sure. Right. <laughs> you know, people so like, on the internet doing it. I liked that, you know, they kind of showcased this building that looked almost like um, like an overflow facility because there were a lot of beds 
in that place, like in right. one room, like almost like you see in like any like orphanage type mm-hmm. movie or situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can sort of pick up like either this may have not been her mother, but it could have been a mother figure to her, yeah. which is really sad. But again, it's still like it just feels like they put more into Zemo than they have into her, which is yeah. kind of like I, like the Flag Smashers just still feel very underdeveloped. I think so too. Me. I would wish and um for me I uh, I actually agree. Flag Smasher for anyone who doesn't know was actually a, sim- a single MCU um not MCU Marvel villain who obviously is the antithesis of Captain America. Um so instead of just making it a single person they just chose to i would feel in the way it looks like divvy up the essence of that character into different people is that why there's a weird essence or undertone and maybe it's just me like getting it but does anybody else feel the undertone of like hey that like uh this this version of captain in america is quote unquote captain america you know very capitalistic ideals in a certain way uh fighting a very extreme form of communism that's why when you look at John Walker and they yeah. keep and they keep on saying they don't say Cap. If y'all if y'all notice at this point, they don't say Captain America. No, nope, they just keep on they saying don't. John Walker. Every Hashtag not my Cap. And he's the only person who keeps on saying, "You know who I am? I'm Captain America." While everyone else around him are not actually saying it. So it's actually yeah. And you see the frustration. Like it's, I just the, 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 keep the, flashing back to Game of Thrones <laughs> and freaking Tywin. Or he's like, <laughs> if you have to say you're the king, then you're not really the king. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and oh. and do you know who I am? God damn way, it! Come back to that again. <laughs> from the issues I read of John Walker and Flag Smasher, they, I think John Walker was Flag Smasher at one point. So we're getting essence of John Walker in everyone, and we're just somebody's getting like the boy scout but with uh evil undertone john walker and we get in the when he goes full full villain and but yeah Ari is taking that aspect of john walker while john walker is we we know this is going to happen We're, it's going to slowly build up to an avenger level situation i got a feeling you're not going to bring in don Cheadle for just one episode right I yeah. mean, they probably could, though. Honestly, they could get away with that. And Anthony Mackie did pull. They did that with Samuel L. Jackson and Agents of Shield, probably because that's all they could afford Samuel L. Jackson for. No, Samuel L. Jackson did about, if I remember correctly, a total of five episodes. Huh? Did he? Mm-hmm. Um, the only person who technically did maybe like I think one was um the actress who played um Lady Sith. No, hers was a two-parter. She lost her memory one episode. Yeah. She got it back in the next. So basically, three MCU heroes anyway. did multiple episodes, but that's ages of shit. We're talking about Falcon. Um, I know it's and kind of correct myself. I don't want to see her die a horrible death. I just feel like when you tell the audience that they don't like the fact that people who was bled back, they get the privilege. How is that a privilege? They got bled back. They don't know what, like Sam said himself, it may have been five years for you. It's been a short time for me. 
And right. He, and he was like, he literally was talking about like how he said, like, Bucky is just waving it off like this is a normal thing. Sam is yeah. the only person like, oh, I don't even know if I was going to come back or not. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and I also wanted to know, like, this is something I actually want to know. Everyone who's mm-hmm. blip wasn't he in the soul realm in the soul gym. Like, can you well, imagine? Like, can you, so. like, no, I don't I think, think that's it, how that no, works. Because he just used all of them to just get them out of existence. existence. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't I, even I, using the soul. I'm, I'm pulling, gem. It was I'm, using all five. Well, I'm pulling from the comic book because I remember in the comic book because the way how Sam was talking about it, I'm pulling from Infinity War, the comic where when Thanos did what he did and he used the whole all the gems. They did blip out, but they was in the soul realm. So, in a I way, mean, they, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just, going, I'm just going by off a of comic book. I know this is not what they what they did, but the way how Sam was talking about it, anyway, how it like you can tell like he does not want that to happen again. I mean, I'm not saying like it's still traumatizing, obviously coming back after being gone for five years mm-hmm. because you have to reacclimate and be like so much has changed like especially for sam because you know his sister moved on his nephews are happy that he's older than when he remembers so like it is it is traumatic but it's i think it was also it's like culture shock my personal opinion i think it it is more traumatic for the people that were left behind than Mm -hmm. for when they came back because Mm -hmm. the people that were left behind sort of had move on they were I mean, forced to move on inferring but like the powers like the governments like shit probably was fucked for at least a year or two mm-hmm. afterwards because of the power vacuum easily yeah just having to figure out the new normal from half the world's population yeah like hearing so it feels like it would be actually a little bit easier for if half the world's population just blipped back like it would be a little bit easier to kind of accommodate them back in the only thing i can say that would be hard is obviously like with there's still refugee camps like hospitals are like as we saw in one division hospitals are going to be a shit show for a while oh, um mm-hmm. but so like that like i can understand that aspect of why like the people that created the Flag Smashers are the way they are because they were like, we were just getting good. Like we were just on that even tone, like everything maybe not has was like 100% perfect, peaceful but... and perfect, but like it was, it was a lot more balanced. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now like now it's sort of a little bit of, of chaos again. And of course governments are, as we can see from the current pandemic, a little bit shit in crisis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> Very true to form. And that also piggies back to Ant-Man. Well, I'll say Endgame. Because within that five years, his daughter, like towards the end of the five years when they snapped him back, like to picture, like she literally thought um, Scott was blipped. Like, no, he was just stuck in the in the microverse like, mm-hmm. he did yeah. not know what the fuck like he's learning all this i know because this is endgame we, we wouldn't go to sit on it i seriously feel they're going to add this more more of this where we're getting falcon winter soldier 
into Quantum Media with Ant Man three technically, mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be surprised, and people are going to be complaining about it if his daughter is arguing with him. Like we don't know what happened to Scott's ex wife or her husband. We know that you we yeah. just see the, we just see the daughter there. We don't know who took care of her all that time. Like Cassie's just there. As a 15-year-old, and he's happy that he's there, but like, what happened to the moms? What happened to the stepfather? Like, in that, in that amount of time. So I feel like everything that we're getting in WandaVision and in Falcon Winter Soldier is going to spin off into the other movies. Like, we're going to see essence of people reacclimating back to normal a normal life. But obviously, because they're in the MCU film, it's going to be more of a big spectacle than what we're getting here, which is more intimate. Yeah, but to bring it back to the Flag Smashers, it's just, it's aggravating to me that they're able to at least set up the bare bones basic (sighs) inference, because it's not like they're really truly coming out and saying when they were created, like, 100% why they're doing this. It's all, like, little random comments here that just infer their intentions, like, you're just like, okay, I'm just assuming you have taken these medicines to the people that need them. And then this one shows it a little bit clearer where they do steal from the, um, what was it, GRC? Yeah, the GRC um, facility. Because they're sitting on the supply and not using it for anything, which is like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Like, people need this medicine. But then they... Then it's like Marvel's like, oh, wait, we can't have these people fully leaning in towards this team and being like, oh, I understand their motivation. So now we're just going to throw in some terrorism and a car bomb. Like, I think that was always that was always the case, because when we first met them, what they did to Torres in episode one, obviously what they did to Bucky, <laughs> when she, well, technically what Kari did to Bucky in episode two. Um, yeah, but that was all defense. It was them attacking them first. Sam and Bucky didn't attack them. They were just getting recon. There was, well, with Bucky. It, but it was. But with Bucky, with Bucky is always technically sort of felt like a like a defense though, where he's like, and she can tell he's talking to somebody, so they've been found out. So she's just defending their supply drop. And in comes, I'm I'm, Walker. Damn it, now you got me approaching like D&D. Damn it, Christian! <laughs> all what Bucky, is it? What is it? What all is it Bucky was doing was trying to be diplomatic, which he was which, which Sam which Sam told him to do. He thought uh-huh. she was in distress until she when she did that smile, I'm thinking, roll for initiative. And he got kicked out of the fucking <laughs> out of the damn truck. And he was like, Alright, now it's goal time. Let's go. I'm I'm so happy you thought that because that I thought that same thing there too. You do have D and D on the brain, <laughs> like oh, it's like he just failed his initiative and she got a surprise round. And she wanted oh so you want to smirk just... with it? You want to be like oh you want to smirk with it? Basically, basically what happened there, right? Basically, what happened was he got on the thing. He he rolled a good dex to get inside, a sleight of hand to get inside. He fucked up on his investigation check, so he didn't recognize the danger. She got a surprise round. And that shit started. Like, kind of remember what happened with uh, remember what happened with with uh, your character and the harpy, bringing it into the middle of the castle. 
that's kind of like what happened with Bucky in the truck. <laughs> Let's not bring that up. My own, my <laughs> So anyway, all I'm saying <laughs> is the fights we've seen with the Flag Smashers, they were all defensive. So right. like Torres pulled a gun on them. They um, defend. Right. Bucky was, broke into was causing the... destruction. Justice for Torres. They causing destruction. They caused that whole entire... Um... Well, they blew up the building. Look, Didn't they blow they... up the building? I don't... No, because they caused... The alarm went off because they robbed no, it. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. They're I'm just thinking of... I'm thinking of this last one. And then okay. they had They're all always... of these people there as a distraction, so no one right. knew. Yeah, flash mob style thing. I'm, I'm worried yeah. about Torres because I don't want him to be like that rookie from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I, okay, I don't so want anyway, as I'm saying... <laughs> all of the fights we've seen previously with these people were all defensive. Right. For, you know, like they were about to be attacked, you know, whatever that weird random dude whose name nobody remembers and is like, I'm going to kick down this telephone pole. He's um, telephone pole guy. A telephone pole. He's he's bullet hole dude is what he is. He's just <laughs> <laughs> so this was like the first time we've seen the escalation and it just sort of felt. I don't want to say tacked on, but it just it felt like a way that Marvel was just like, hey, remember, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, These are was, the bad guys. That's exactly what that felt like. It was like, I hey, didn't... we need to remind you of a reason why these guys are bad guys because they I think they realized we're making them too likable. No. Right. Uh, like who's, uh, <laughs> that's probably just me. I never liked them from the get go. So Well it's not a likable. It's more like a understandable to where it's just like you you don't you're not sure whether or not you're happy to see them lose. Because it's like yes, right. like it, it's like yeah they their their ideal is not right where or not they're painting it as if their ideal is not right, I should say. And um and because because of that, like we have a very specific view of what they're presenting it, but which is just so hysterical to me because you know we see so many like science fiction stuff that talks about like not so much the one world order, but where like if you know Earth is off in the stars, it's because the world is actually really just like like Star Trek. It's a galactic federation, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. like, it's like they all got along. <laughs> yeah, like except for the clan. Anyway. Like yeah. Well, I mean, human society. I'm in that talking case. about Earth, dude. Stop being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Space. So, anyways. The final frontier. These are the voyages <laughs> of the giant Kachapur robot. I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> tons of unexplored tangents which um, we always find I know. <laughs> so that's Mandra my villain tangent right oh. there it's just I don't like what they're doing with the flag smashers that's not they haven't they haven't developed them well enough yet yeah I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't go that far we, we haven't really I won't say if they have have or have not been developed until we actually burn through all the episodes I'm saying up until I'm not saying they're not going to be entirely developed. I'm saying up until this point, they haven't been developed enough yet. Uh, uh, and I like to wait. Like I like to wait till we get to the end of it to actually make to surmise that. That's just me, my opinion. My, my yeah, opinion. yeah. I I like to I like to ponder about it and wonder as I watch it. But um, yeah. we're in Mandrapore, and if y'all don't know what Mandrapore is, it is 
Yay. It's Night City in the MCU. <laughs> to you, it's Night City. Um, it feels like it at least. It's, a it's offshoot, like Tortuga. It's, a, it's an offshoot of a, of a Filipino um, island, but mm-hmm. it is connected to the X-Men, more specifically Wolverine, when he um, spent the time to hide out in Mandrapur. Uh, in Mandrapur. Yeah. And hey, there you go. Marvel could not use Mandrapur until, obviously, they bought the X-Men back. Ah, because it's always connected yeah. to Wolverine and Hulk when he became Mister Fixit, and he was the crime boss while Wolverine was the muscle. Hmm. Okay. And, and they ran a casino in Mandrapur. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I thought that whole Mandrapur stuff was honestly. I think I I think it was well done. That kind of brings us back into what we were talking about with a. Uh, uh, the Baron using like Bucky's code words and stuff, and mm-hmm. that entire situation. Um, but that would. Uh, mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No, I was just I was I I think that was a really well done. I think that was really well done for the in- interactions between the characters in that kind of a situation. And Bucky, yeah, because and then them using Bucky's that that um that glitchy his glitchy type of a theme music. Cold word stuff, yeah. Not, not the cold word, yeah. Not the cold words. The his music, his technically his theme that we was introduced oh, in Winter Soldier, his screaming one, yeah. yeah, yeah. And him laying waste to almost everyone in that nightclub. Oh to, yeah, to prove a point. I just, I really enjoyed how they did the like it's, power. It's a trope. Weird. It's like it's such a good trope, but they did it like. They did a good job that I don't even care. You know that it's a trope, that's the thing about rare. the tropes. When you do it right, there's a reason it's a trope. Yeah. So like the uh, the good guy that's undercover is a bad guy, and so mm-hmm. then they're like questioning whether he's really the bad guy. So the mm-hmm. whole scene where like Sam has to drink the rattlesnake shot, and he's just yep. like doing thumbs up and stuff, and I'm like, no bad guy does thumbs up, Sam. Yep. The fuck is wrong with right. you? you? Get he's too fidgety just because it's weird. <laughs> like, but, I, even yeah. I would, even I would, and then like, I would have like, threw up. I would have legit threw up in that moment. I would have been like, oh. so it's like going to this comedic bit, and then like Zemo, God, Zemo. I- love him so much like and i hate it but i don't but also i'm like ah it's just he's a good villain anyway he can tell like the situation is going south which is then when he is like yeah winter soldier like attack and so it's such a good action scene but it's also so heartbreaking so like even that little moment with sam that's just like you good like oh I just want I want Sam and Bucky to be best friends they did, forever. They did a really good job in the first two episodes of setting up this like interpersonal conflict that they can now play with as a subtext in these kinds of scenes. Um and also yeah. what I thought was awesome when we get to the heat of whether in the Mandrapur, we get reintroduced to Sharon Carter. Oh yeah. And she's not too happy with neither one of them. And for good reason. Do you uh, think she was the one that sniped that? Yeah, 100%. random lady. She has to be. I think so. I don't know because the way Zemo was looking, like it was looking, like he was anticipating it. Hmm. You think, well, you think- he also did show up and was like, "Well, you guys, you guys seem to have a guardian angel." <sighs> I think. I, I think, know. I, I just can't Zemo, help I, but feel I, like he's. 
I think he knows he knows way more. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm know? with Benito on this one. I think no, yeah, he I think probably he, does. I just yeah. he is a Baron, and I I seriously feel he's going to kill Kari, and he's going to find maybe one. He's going to become the Zemo we know in the comic books. Yeah, not, okay. not too overpowered, not too underpowered, just like middle of the road enough for Bucky and Sam to be able to fight against. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna be, that's gonna I, I that is my I I, I didn't want to go into this with any hypothesis, but I think that's where we're gonna end up with Zemo. I don't think he's gonna get killed off. I do think we might get to get comic book Zemo where his mask will get stuck onto him. I I was so happy when I saw that mask, and I was just like, wow, like they're they're going for the mask thing, yeah. but they did a really good adaptation of it. They did. I think they did. I was like, it, it was and underplayed so that's enough. Why, so like- yeah, it's great. that's why I want to know like the importance of the mask because obviously like it made it seem like that mask was important to it where he took a second to look at it in his car. He, so it's like, is that the mask that was used? Because he said he was like special forces or whatever. That um, and his family was hunting Hydra agents as well. So you, we already know he has no love for Hydra because since his family was hunting Hydra agents, so. Maybe the mask is tied to a family like Zemo's family in the comics. A family lineage is that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, because it's, it's just later. so good that they're using it with like a group that uses masks. Mm-hmm. Mainly Sam, but and he's got a mask. So it's like you got the flag smashers that have their masks, and then here's Zemo with his mask, and I'm like. <laughs> is there more to this you guys make me keep you keep making me question every goddamn little detail marvel what the hell yeah. remember when they were uh remember it's like team cap they all wear caps so it's like <laughs> so it's like team baron yeah. they're all wearing masks like what the fuck <laughs> okay. um oh. we, we do learn that she's been she's always been on the run um it looks like she was never blipped blipped out man it's like so they, they really yeah, they didn't, didn't really hammer home the, that. They really hammer home the fact that the government fucks over, you know, um other 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 uh, other races of people and women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um so I think Sam is gonna be true to his word and get her back home. He's gonna try, but I'm wondering how likely he's gonna be able to do that. Like, is he saying it the same way that he said to his sister? Or he's like, he it's me, like I'm gonna I'm willing to try, and that's great, but at the same time, in reality, do you actually know you're gonna be able to help her? I'm also wondering if she really is ostracized from the government. You know what? Um, I'm saying it right now. I'm gonna say it just in case I'm gonna start saying this just in case because eventually I'm gonna be right. Sharon is a scroll. <laughs> nah, I doubt it. But she was just as pissed as um as Sharon Bucky. is Mephisto. Yep, confirmed. Soft. But she was. Confirmed. She also proved, like Bucky, she was pissed. I fought to get all that shit to get exiled just for you to give up that shield. Yep. I was yep. like, that's, damn. Okay, so even that's I was like, damn. Even Sharon is on. I, on fucking Sam for that. That's the thing I have trouble believing because number one. Um, Fury has uh, an eye for talent, mm-hmm. so he knows. He has eye good... for deceit. He has he has his eye, yeah, on everyone. Um, that one good eye. But like, he knows the people that he can trust. So clearly, he trusted Sherrod to sort of keep an eye on 
on Cap in The Winter Soldier. Um, so you would know that she was a good one, especially after um, the Civil War, where she <laughs> stole that shit to give to him because she knew it was the right thing. So I don't think Fury would have left her hanging. Like, I think he would have recruited her for whatever if it was shield or sword like Mm. to do obviously some deep cover shit because now she has the perfect cover where she's like yeah my country like fucked me over i hate them screw them and so now she can get into Mm -hmm. all the dark places you know yeah it's like oh look we're gonna we're gonna have you work for us but you're gonna be like this agent behind the scenes kind of a thing yeah yeah so like i don't it's especially like when she got in that car Oh yeah, big fight where she's like, we have a couple of problems. It's like, whoa, wait a minute, she's got way more connections than she let on. (laughs) Yeah, so that's why I'm like, bitch, you calling Fury right now? I know you are, or at the very least, like you're calling Hill, like (laughs) someone. Yeah, you calling someone with uh, girl, or it could be you ain't you ain't gone bad. Like, don't I'm not gonna believe that shit. Rody, no, yeah, like Rody, but okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I'm gonna make another wild, crazy one. She's calling Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. we my, get theory, the... my official theory is now if I say enough ridiculous shit, just because it only happened once with Evan Peters, if I keep saying She's enough got... ridiculous shit, it's gonna happen one day or another. Oh, here's She's got thing. Wolverine on speed dial, is what she got. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool if Wolverine popped up in here, but no, we got um, a party scene. And now it's a memeable oh, gift of, of Zemo busting. Yeah, yes. fucking dancing. It's the it's God. Geez. I loved it. Love it so much. Like, like Bucky and Sam just looking around awkward. Like, oh, we're just in a fucking club full of bad people. Okay, and then Zemo's just like, fuck yeah, this beat's great. Like, yeah, he's like, I've been in prison. Fuck, like, let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta imagine, right? He's like, he's probably oh. it like subtly in his best way he can, which is what we saw. I just, I'm just like, please give me more, give me more Zemo. Like, just, ugh. God, I, wanna... I know he's a bad guy, but god damn it, stop making them so charming. Right? Um, That's the issue. That's the fucking issue. And then we get. Keep make... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna be like, no, it's charming like... bad guys every it's like goddamn all... time. It's like all of a sudden I really want to get drunk with Zemo with some Zima. Like I really I really no, hope that no, like Marvel is no. just but like I'm... yeah, we're not going to do basic no. boring villains anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. Cuz like most of their villains were really vanilla. <laughs> Real vanilla. No, before before, I mean up until very recently, it's been a thing, right? Where like Marvel Y'all have had like 20 have movies. And only three of your villains are memorable. Like, come on. Like, come on. You gotta, you gotta work on that track record there. Yeah. Probably because yeah. I'm training to be on the movie trivia showdown. I can remember almost every. I can remember every MCU villain. Probably there you go. Probably just because I'm cool trying flex, to be in the bro. Weird flex, but okay. Hey, I want that. I want that fucking. Cha- I want that championship belt. All right. I want that belt. Nice. There's. Okay, look, there's a difference between remembering the villains and the villains being memorable. There, yes. No, okay. There, like, I, I could. Uh, Malekith. That is also true. The reason why I remember Malekith because I when feel like. Because when you think of Iron Man 2, all you can really think of is I want 
my bird. That's you. That's <laughs> true. I remember. That's I, okay. I, I remember. remember. I remember for Iron Man two. I remember them com um, combining Crimson Dynamo with Whiplash. I'm going more. I'm not going for the memeable stuff. I remember. I'm, okay, but someone again, who's again, someone who's remembering the comic books. That's what I was gonna say. You're remembering the comic books. You're yeah. not. Yeah. You're not remembering the character of the movie. Um, you're remembering yeah. the character oh, that I, it was. I remember fired. the movie. I choose not to remember. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. I am blanking on. But his that's name. no, because he's not really memorable, but is he? If you choose to not memorize him, uh -huh. that makes him not memorable. That's the point. <laughs> no, his, his, I'm I'm seeing all his fucking. God damn it, Harley Davidson tomorrow, bro, man. Oh. <laughs> Look, because I can remember you got Obadiah Stane from Iron Man One. It's like, all right, cool. Ivan Banco. Um, I know like, it's Ivan Tony Banco. Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> like, that's also, what I remember of him. Pretty much. Thoughts yeah. and prayers to yeah. uh, to um, Jamie. How can I forget fucking up oh, the Jeff dude? Bridges? There we go. Sounds Jeff like you gotta you gotta work some more for your. Maybe he wasn't memorable. Up. Whoa! Don't you ever talk about the dude, right? Jeff Bridges is memorable, and also he's no, fighting for I'm his life. Jeff Bridges is like, literally fighting for his life. We do not make fun of Jeff Bridges on this show. What are you? What are you trying to to remember? Let's What's move the on. movie? Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Let's, let's but, so, point is, Zemo anyway. is going to be a very memorable villain. Yeah. Zemo is, is being memorable. He's getting a bigger expansion from his story from Civil War, which I think is already a great start because, like, his backstory is certainly one of the more understandable ones, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. But again, like, and it's tied to T'Challa. They could only do so much with Civil War because it was like it was it basically Avengers 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't really a cat movie. It was an Avengers movie. Yeah, um, 100%. So they had a lot of, of people to to juggle. Mm -hmm. But I still, I like the expansion. I like the fun we're getting. And I like that they're still sticking with this whole plot thread of, like, he's still doing this because he, he genuinely believes, like, super soldiers are bad because you can definitely see that side because like he said um red skull was technically the first super soldier right that didn't turn out really well Do but you I also oh we didn't even i meant to talk about this because it was actually one of my favorite scenes was when they were on the plane and he was talking about the pedestals and oh. i know i've mentioned that before where i just have this problem of like putting heroes on as a, a people like collectively we do we have that problem of putting people on pedestals mm -hmm. like we oh, raise God. them up and we we set them up to fall yeah like we can't help but to have them up as this picture perfect thing so like when they fuck up it's like it's so much fun for us to push that pedestal over to to knock either, them down either that or it's devastating and right like to Speaking on that, we go, we're at the shipyard and we meet the person who created the new serum. And Indeed. Oh. oh my god. Okay. Hated him, but weirdly understandable, but hated him. Yeah. Only because, like, understandable in the respect of, like, I blipped away 
and I came back and it's like, well, they paid me to do it. It's not the I don't mean understandable as in I agree with him. I just mean like uh, train of thought wise. Like, yeah, yeah, this kind of like fucked up guy having these trains of thoughts to lead him here makes sense. That's understandable. Okay. I don't mean he's a because yeah, okay. it's, I was about, I was about to be like, bro. it's like the trauma we're, of coming back. Society. So like, right, 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 right. Before he blipped, he firmly stated like he did the breakthrough. Yeah. But like it happened right as the blip happened. And so of course like when he comes back and the program's not there anymore and he clearly has no job and um, wants to do it again and is obviously somewhat mentally unstable. So that's when the power broker comes in, which I guess we can always jump into our theories later on who we think the power broker is. But it's like he can broker. understand why already, he... already know it's confirmed tally. I'm sorry, no, not, not Tally. <laughs> God damn it, wrong character. Uh, I, I already know I just pissed. Off. I already know I just pissed you off, this. <laughs> you bosh tet. Liara, thank you. <laughs> I botched it, but you got what I meant. You got what I meant. Not that big a disrespect to Let's keep going. You know I wasn't disrespecting. Calm the fuck down. Let's keep going. Bosh it. Kill us motherfucker. He's like, let me turn this into a 45 second tangent because he slipped a tongue. Like, now nah, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the shadow broker. No, I'm just kidding. Um, exactly, right? The, yeah. shadow the power broker is the power I picked broker. It, picked it up. Mm -hmm. um, right. So, the, the guy that made the serum, we're in the, we're in the, the lab, whatever. And, and so, it's just, I love. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I love how the the scene was shot because you see like Bucky and Sam so focused on them that they forget about Zemo, which is clearly Zemo's plan because he's like, I know this motherfucker has a gun around here somewhere. And so of course he finds it. Mm -hmm. um, and then Sharon's outside just kicking butt. Yep. Um, just completely like kicking ass and keeping them safe. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I am excited because they did make me actually like her because, as I've said before, I really just did not like her in the in Again, Winter another, Soldier another or of no no development. Like, oh, she was done dirty in those movies. Like, literally, she didn't need to be in any of them. It um, feels like all of these shows so far, WandaVision and this one so far, has been like redeeming for characters that got fucked over right? in the main movies. Because I hated, I mean, not I didn't hate them, but I really just was weirded out by like Vision and Scarlet Witch in the movies. Yeah, and in and this one, I'm like, no, you guys are so cute together. Uh, yeah, and then okay. I remember even seeing like Bucky and Sam and being like, yeah, these are both Cap's best friends, but we've never gotten to see them all interact. And like, I've always right. wondered what that's like between them, knowing that they're both friends of Captain America this way. And we have a whole show about it now. Yeah, so I just love like the redemption that's happening for a lot yeah. of these characters so yeah she lays waste to pretty much 75 percent of the goons at the mm -hmm. and they give the shipyard and she comes inside like we need to go and then shit blows up because of zemo mm -hmm. oh and, man that, that was, was just it was such a good shot though like yeah. when he shoots him because you're like yes i saw that come like i understand why he's doing that because he mm -hmm. doesn't want but, he still doesn't want super soldiers, and you're like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kill of the week, Bucky. While still running, impaled a motherfucker with a pole while running. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, that one like stuck him to the yeah, yeah. stuck. Yeah, I was like, that is kill of the yeah. week. I'm sorry, Sharon. He yeah. was like all of your awesome fight <laughs> with just one throw of, oh. and he didn't even use his metal and arm. Then, he used his regular okay. arm for that. Sharon did the mobs, but Bucky rolled the twenty. See, and then I was just gonna say, and then there's fucking Zemo. Putting his mask on, but playing it smart, and it's like, yep. how about I just shoot this gas line here yeah. instead of shooting the people? And because I'm like, he's a smart motherfucker. You are so smart, bro. <laughs> but like, also, his brain is dummy thick. And you know, also, is, oh. he proved that his him being too smart did him in in Civil War. So I'm expecting oh, that that's going to happen again here. Yeah, he's not a perfect character. No, not at all. But he is but definitely see, I, a fucking smart character. See, I'm going to disagree with that because everything in Civil War went to his plan. Yep. Because his whole plan was to kill himself at the end. And so mm-hmm. obviously he didn't really, in- I mean, he couldn't have anticipated that T'Challa would be there and stop him from committing suicide. And that's what like was- every single other part of his plan Work. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. So, I was, that's what I was gonna say. He wasn't expecting T'Challa being that one linchpin, but T'Challa did say, "Yeah, Zemo planned." Because I think it was when um him and Cap was talking, or I forget where. It's, no, it was deleted scene that should have been in the fucking movie. He was talking to Steve. He was like, "Yeah, Zemo won, but he didn't win in the fact that people do believe you." And he's like, "You got me on your side." Like T'Challa mm-hmm. was literally like this. Yeah, yeah, Zemo may be right on certain things, but he wasn't right about me. Like here I am talking to someone who may have started something, but look at this friend and the way this friendship that is forming. Right. Why, yeah, but that's get, just one. That is one. Whereas like all of the other Avengers are broken up, like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. So like his plan worked. Mm-hmm. Um. But he wasn't. But Nothing also, failed except for his his attempted suicide. Yeah, yeah. That and what he was not. He wasn't expecting a universe-ending threat that is Thanos either. <laughs> yeah, he was not expecting that. Yeah, they didn't confirm if he got. Did he get blipped or I don't no? Th- I don't think he got blipped if he was sitting there all this time. That's true. That's true. If he was just sitting there. That, but um, because he had all those books, uh, yeah, oh yeah, he was definitely yeah, he was still there. He didn't get blipped. But because that would again be another thing I would love to see is like in the prisons for the people to come blipped back in. Like mm-hmm. if the chaos of a hospital, like what the imagine the chaos of a bunch of unexpected prisoners, right? Oh, Regardless of whether they're it. in the cells or not. Marvel, give us the blip. TV show already. Damn it. Who's going to be the folk? Who's going to be the. The reason why it would never work. I really said, I thought about it. The reason why that would never work, you need. As as much as we're focusing on the world blipping back, you need a focal point, a point of view character for the audience to latch on as opposed to. So what you do. Could be Sharon. What you do is you bust a World War Z narrative style. You have a reporter wondering about all of this shit too, and you have it like a clip show where they're interviewing like the experiences oh. of different people, and then call it the Blip Show. Don't call it the Blip Show. Don't call it the Blip Show. <laughs> um, ben Orich, who worked. For, but you get my point, though, right? Ben imagine, Orich. imagine doing that. Okay, there is a character that you can use that's pulling back from Daredevil and Spider-Man. Ben Urich. Who knows? Um, who knows Peter and Matt Murdock? 
secret right. identity is because he's that good of a reporter. Um, but mm. he, the only good, re- the only good reporter in Marvel Universe. He knows the identity of Spider Man and Daredevil. He just doesn't use it. He just doesn't like. If you watch Daredevil and are for our listeners, essentially when he knew Dick Mac Murdoch was Daredevil, he went out like a G and let Kingpin kill him. He was not gonna unveil, uh, release that identity of Daredevil. So mm-hmm. that is—he's old. Ben Urich is that is yeah. that is that type of a reporter. So oh yeah, that that work he, for something he, like that. He he would definitely work for a show where you want to learn more about the people in the blip. I think he yeah. would, that because I was sitting thinking about it. How would that work? See, I can yeah. write it. And yeah, we we can write because I because I like I how I just thing. gave him the idea. I really like how I just gave him the idea, and he's like, "I can write that." Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think it would be good to have the show centered on either Sharon mm-hmm. or Sword. Just like it could what? even be like it could what? even be like Sword is employing them or this reporter to collect these stories and stuff. One person. Oh, this. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying sword. So, on, and I sent you this video as well, Benita. I think I touched the Christian. This dude was watching all these MCU movies. And it goes back <laughs> to Age of Ultron. And you say he understands. You know, Age of Ultron is not a good MCU movie. Um, he was like, what if? He's like, what if Fury was there? And he's like, what if um, Talos was Fury? I was like, oh, because of the yeah, the triangles. Yeah, and he didn't. He was like, "What if during the blip, is Talos running around as Fury to keep the the keep the fact that oh, Fury's around, but he's not around." Mm-hmm. So when he no, sorry, in so in in Winter Soldier, it's when Fury is probably healing. And it's Talos giving everyone the orders. Yeah, like when, like, imagine if it goes back, yeah, like, as far back as, like, when Fury first got injured, like, majorly. So I'm like, oh my god. And then we now back to here, and then we come back to here. I'm like, oh my god. What if, what if That's a, a scroll what I think is working around They're doing them? such a good, a good job with the scrolls and leading up, obviously, to secret invasion because like they're doing such a good job gonna, of doing nothing right but it's they're making us look back on things yeah you know? like like, like mm-hmm. what if when secret invasion comes well it's going to be out in the next two years but what if a reveal comes up in secret invasion and now we got to go back to falcon wearing a soldier to be like this motherfucker was right here at this time Yep, yep, that's why I said it. Who did I say was a scroll already? You said Sharon. You think Sharon is a Sharon scroll? Sharon is a scroll, confirmed right now <laughs> by me. <laughs> no, she's Mephisto. That, uh, that, yeah, okay, okay. But, uh, um, Pos- Sharon is either a scroll or Mephisto, confirmed. Ooh, what if <laughs> she's a Satan scroll? Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah. Tells did say something about the evil ones are still out there, so it could happen. Yep. Um, but then we get to another airplane scene after the um Sam makes his promise to Sharon. Um confirming the, the promise. Um she goes off, do her thing. Wherever she called in the back of that car, very ominous. Um we go back to the airplane scene. 
and then talking about Marvin Gaye. <laughs> right? <laughs> Even and I like the fact that Sam was like, I hate the fact that I gotta agree with him. He's right about the black culture and what we go through. <laughs> it's like it felt so wrong for Zemo to say it, but at the same time I was like, he's not fucking wrong. Like like I didn't want to give him that. <laughs> and he was like, I gave Cap that list. He was like, You he's like, you just adding on to it. He was like, but like I want Sam to read that list and them having the heart to heart and be like, So this is what it is. Let me help you. Like yeah. Sam needs to go back to being the counselor Sam that we knew him from when the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and like he hasn't done, he hasn't done that for for Bucky, and it's like, um, come on, if you guys want to have a lasting relationship, you have to communicate. <laughs> but I think also Sam dealing with what he went through, he's not he, yeah, he's not that counselor Sam we know, and he and and it's gonna take a lot for him to get back to that Sam that we know, right? And I think that like list, there was a before that happened. Yep, and I think <laughs> that list that Bucky has is gonna help him. Probably, and, and in turn is going to help him help Bucky, and then uh, I, the traders yeah, keep I showing. Just, I think the, the traders keep showing it. I think Bucky really do steals the fucking shield, and he's training Sam. He's going to be training Sam yeah. how to use it. I just I loved after obviously like the whole bombshell bit in the lab where it is confirmed that it was um, Isaiah's Isaiah's uh, brother. Yeah, Isaiah. Isaiah, God damn, why can't yeah. I say Isaiah? <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Isaiah's blood um, was what they were using to yeah, that was a, that a was new fun. one, and now Sam is just like, yeah, let's destroy. Th- I should have destroyed the shield, like. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like I should have earned it when I had the chance. And then Bucky Again, was like, Bucky's it's, like, like it's showing, it. it's showing how good of a point Zemo does have, where he's like. Our heroes, like the pedestals we put them on, it is dangerous. Like, <laughs> because here you have the U.S. government. I mean, I'm assuming it's the U.S. government. Um, it has to be the U.S. government. Just, I mean, come on, the Tuskegee experiment. I would not. I'm gonna say, right now, I would not be surprised if it's fucking General Ross is the power broker. I, I don't. I don't, think, I don't think it's General Ross because I looked it up. Um, well, this is the MCU. That's the comic books. Um, the Power Broker has nothing to do with Ross or anybody. He's just this. They. I'm not gonna place the gender on them because they are just purple. No, skin. I know they're a low level, like just very boring, random ass villain. Mm-hmm. They're like not shit. But since it's the MCU, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the downside. And eventually. Ross goes on to create his own little Thunderbolts super soldiery group anti-Avenger people. Um, Great synopsis. I feel like it makes sense, but again, it's just a theory. It's just a fun theory. Could be wrong. Could be right. That's the joy of talking about these things. Yes, theorizing. Just having fun. Um, Yeah. Sorry. Because it just my, my knee popped right quick. Sorry. Oof. Oof. It just it would make sense to me just because, especially after you know the whole fallout with Winter Soldier and Shields, and then even the Sokovia Accords. I honestly bet Ross is not 
um, as uh, on that high horse that he used to be. Mm -hmm. So, like, he doesn't have as much power as he used to have. So he's just, like, probably going to be flailing at things, grasping at, at straws. And, you know, if he can control his own group of, of super soldiers, then that might get him back in his graces. But, you know, again, just a theory. Hmm. Lots of theories, lots of theories. And then... Like, we haven't even mentioned... I mean, I think we're getting close to the end of the episode at this point, right? Yes. Because um, so, they're in France. They're in France. And they're, they're splitting up and to go do different things. Bucky and, and Zemo are going where? No, but Zemo and Sam goes into the building. But Bucky noticed... I'm sorry, Sam. Um, but Bucky's noticed some, <laughs> some beads all around. And then it leads up to... I forgot the actress name, but one of the Dora Marlaje from Winter Soldier. Who's been in Winter Soldier? I mean, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame, yeah. and now she's back. Give me some White Wolf. I don't yeah. want no more Winter Winter Soldier. I want White Wolf. I just okay. So there was like a huge thing like on Twitter. I screamed because when people I saw kept her, saying I was... it was a Koye, and I'm like, Koye. do not call Ao a Koye. Like, dude, dude. But, yeah, people, like, that is my not. Dudes. That is not Okoye. We do not look Come all on. the same. We do not look the same, motherfuckers. <laughs> Come on. Like, not my Okoye. Um, but when I saw <laughs> not Okoye. that told Black Widow to move or I will make you move. And, yep. uh, and T'Challa's like, as much as I like to see that. <laughs> God. Uh, it's I, okay. I was, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, let's go. <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, that got me. I was like, and it comes yeah. full circle. <laughs> it comes full uh, circle. <laughs> but I even, I also liked a little bit before, because, um, what were they, was it Paris or was it like Latvia? Yeah, Latvia. That they were in? Um, but where, because he, Zemo was talking about the monument. He's like, have you guys even seen the monument? Yeah, it's like, of course. Of course you have it. And I'm like, ah, oh, see, again, you're twisting that knife to showcase that, like, once you guys, like, leave, you guys finish you a job, care. once you, like, quote unquote, save the world, like, you just don't even think about it anymore. I think yeah. like, the, only, the only person you destroyed a country. The only, I think the only person who was tenderly thinking about it was Cap because he kept on bringing it back up. So I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to assume Cap's seen it and he's been there. I'm just going to assume everyone else. Nah. I'm just, I'm just going to yeah, assume. Yeah, we're going to start doing the venerated heroes thing where we're going to not assume anything of Steve Rogers anymore. I think, I think Steve is the only empathetic one who was probably like, yeah, we did this. So I'm going to go around. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why they even like tr took the time to literally explain it in a line where Bucky's like, "I never told him about, you know, about uh, about the the other super soldier." Isaiah, yeah, yeah, I never told him about him because otherwise he would have like wanted to do something about it, and that was during his nomad phase. That would be cool. Yeah, like see Steve go through. It would have been cool, but it would have fucked him over for sure. So, so it would have like who's gonna stop Captain been... America? No, it would have it would have fucked over Isaiah, oh. mm -hmm. not Cap. Because it would have showcased 
it would have shined the light on Isaiah and he is just trying to just live, live his, his life. life now. And so then to put him in the spotlight, mm-hmm. I think would have been a bigger disservice. So I, I am like, I'm with Bucky 100% on this one. Like leave the man alone. He did 30 years in jail. Like what happened to him was fucked up, but like, don't no... do that white savior thing where you drag up his pain. But yeah. I think Sam wants to, wanted to know if Bucky never like I think Bucky agitating Isaiah it, I felt like Sam needs to know he needs to know more than what he already just just like hearsay and just getting bits of pieces I think he's gonna look for it I think he's gonna look for it for sure but um I have now I have a hypothesis I think as much Chris Evans said no he's not I playing old man as as much as he said he's no he's not playing old man Steve I think he could be playing. I, this is a hypothesis. We could see old man Steve pop in and try to talk to Sam. Like possibly. Like out of, they're talking about him in the third person. Like probably Steve. Yeah, he's old. He probably figured out a way how to stay hidden without yeah, that's, anyone that's, knowing, knowing where he's yeah. at. Yeah, I mean exactly they have space. Thinking. They have space travel, so it shouldn't take too long to get to the moon. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, on, there's no if he's way. on the moon. That's if he's on the moon. Because that's just the thing. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like, I was, I was thinking about that the other day too. I was like, they're, they're, they're not just gonna kill him off screen through omission. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not gonna like look at everything I mean... they did for freaking Iron Man. They're not gonna kill Captain America by omission. They're gonna give him a funeral service and all that bullshit and everything. Like that, like, like they're they they are not gonna like do him like that to kill him off screen on the side of a show. But. Actually, damn, because Benita brought it up. What if, yeah, Sam and Bucky was pardoned? What if Cap? What if Steve was never pardoned? That's why he does not want to be um like he's yeah, still hit. That's that makes sense. Maybe. Oh. <gasps> what if Steve is the shadow broker? <laughs> <laughs> power broker. Let's quit pulling the, power the Mass broker. Effect. Sorry. Let's quit power pulling the Mass Effect. What if Steve is the power broker? <laughs> For him to go evil? What if, he, uh, what if they do have a guardian angel and it was one of the, like, Steve's guys that protected them in fucking, like, Madripoor? Uh, honestly, again, I just, it keeps coming Steve back where I think that, I keep I mean, the power broker is just, like, a front. Like, it's it might not even be one person, but like, not, but... I think Ross is at least somewhere in there because just the amount of hate that Carly is getting in her text, where it's like, I'm going to kill you for what you did. You took what was mine or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, it can't be Steve. Because, <laughs> yeah, Steve wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't can't threaten her. <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing right now, I'm like, yeah, no, that connects the power broker to a lot of other stuff. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be Steve. Yeah. Um, and it's a funny thought. It is a funny thought. <laughs> well, I just still love the idea of Steve on the moon. That that would be that would be good. <laughs> I just want that scene. <laughs> like it's just like one scene of just, I just show up. It's like a literal scroll base on the moon. <laughs> and Steve, like I remember back in the day when they said the Nazis were in the moon. <laughs> and then Fury's like, yeah, some of them were. 
Wow, this I'm is still mad we didn't get that scene in I could, mm-hmm. Endgame of freaking Steve giving the Soul Stone back to Red Skull. Like, I just want to see how awkward that would be. That would have like, been awkward as hell, for sure. Ugh. Ugh. Damn it, it's fine. I'm okay. And with that, that was episode three of our breakdown slash review of <laughs> the episode three of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, obviously, we all enjoyed it, especially me when AOA <laughs> popped up. Adora Milaje herself popped in. Um, like I said, full circle. And I, and I love the fact that Marvel keeps bringing back um people from past movies like especially her the comeback i keep forgetting her name and also not only i i know her name i'm just not i don't want to butcher sister's name because I'm, I'm glad that she's getting more work she, she's been, right she's been in every civil war to endgame and now she's here so it's like let's go and she's back yeah. and she's cash for and she's returning for black panther too so i was like like she's set so she's happy. I'm like, it's great yeah. seeing that. So I'm already. I'm just. It's gonna be shocking. It's not. Well, it's not gonna be shocking because that nine point five. Oh. Nine point five. Wow. Okay. I have, I have to make it up because I gave, I gave a couple of um low scores for Invincible, so I'm gonna have to make it up in Falcon and Winter Soldier episode three gets a nine point five. Wow, I'm I'm gonna have to listen back to that invincible one. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I would say I would say I'm probably gonna give it a nine. I'm probably gonna give it a. I'm still gonna give it a nine. I enjoyed it as much as the last one. This one puts it in a great spot, but for me, it's still not a nine point five yet. Just because, like, just because of the weakness, honestly, of um of the flag smashers. That's why I'm gonna give it a nine instead of a nine point five. Okay. Yeah. And I actually completely agree with you because I'm giving it a nine too. Because I was like, I was on that that train towards like nine point five or ten because of Zemo, mm-hmm. um, because he was just so dang good. But then just again, the flag smashers are sort of they keep bringing it down, and I just I just don't like how they're handling. It. I don't feel like they're doing. A great enough job right now. And so I just want more out of the Flag Smashers in the next few episodes. It's a little confusing because it's like Flag Smashers, Zemo, Captain, or John Walker. So it's like you sort of got three villains now. You got three villains in a show that ends in three episodes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I consider this... so, like they're they're doing a great job with Walker and Zemo. It's just they're sort of dropping the ball with the with the flag smashers. I think yeah, three and four is going to be the middle of the road episodes, like how One Division episode, like certain episodes of One Division, for some people was middle of the road. And like I said mm-hmm. before, I feel like these were, since they were all filmed like a movie. I probably like like any movie or MCU movie. It's the middle part of the movie where it's boring or it's inconsistent. And then we're like the first act and the last act are the strongest points while the middle act is the weakest. And I think we're right now we're in the middle act of Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's why some for some it's not a full 10 or a 9.5. But for me, it was the fun factor. Um, seeing Sharon bringing up 
um her what she's been going through um me a fun hypothesis because it could actually come true as opposed to wandavision where none of that shit was gonna come true um minus the fact that she finally got a code name but <laughs> yeah okay I'm, I'm hyped for the last three last yeah three i'm excited so far it has been all very high marks for this show mm-hmm. yeah it's been so well done i absolutely love it and i just again like i just keep coming back to like whoever did those first trailers i just want to give them a hug because man they had me thinking it was gonna be different mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and i also like the fact and the reason why it gets a point five for me we didn't get too much heavy-handedness in terms of what's going on with with people of color in america like it was it was this episode was more subtle while the first two episodes were more um it was there that you can see and if it made you uncomfortable be uncomfortable here it was not used as a joke but it was more like showing when the white person says it it in the wrong way like yeah they get it but you shouldn't be saying it in the way you dictated it yeah exactly like oh my god i just had a random thought pop in my head mm -hmm. what if like zemo buys buys the boat Oh my god. If, like, at the end of this, like, if they end up, like, not... Obviously not together, they're not, like, gonna be friends with him or anything, but by the end of this and they part ways, what if that's, like, the last little thing, like, hey, I fucking hate you, but... Eh. There's your boat. Like, yeah, he, like, buys the boat, or he, like, fixes it up or something like that. Like, he fucked up, but he's just like, hey. Imagine. No hard feelings, bro. (laughs) Holy shit, imagine. I doubt it. But holy shit! I doubt it too. But oh my god, I would. Oh, I would kind of love it. I think that's a good end it off with. I like the callback. (laughs) You're not going to pull the seat up, are you? No, exactly. No. (laughs) Oh god, that was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) And with that, that is the giant country robots review of episode three of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, if you liked it. Um, if you like the episode, let us know on Twitter, Clumsy Baker, Desi is Dead, and Damon Lama Writer 7912. Um, also, I wouldn't really listen to the Invincible review. I gave a lot of future spoilers. Ah. When I was trying cool. to I was trying to stop myself and I listened to the playback. If, and you're like, I didn't. You, and if you haven't read the comic book as far as I went to, and you only on episode four. Do not listen. This is the only time I would say do not listen to the podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because that's exactly my situation right now. Do not. Because <laughs> I said something that was uncomfortable. We talked about something that happened in Invincible that is very uncomfortable. That needs, I think, needs to is be. It, is it? I'll say. I, it, think, I, I think I know what you're talking about because it rubbed me the wrong way when I was watching the show. No, no, no. For this is. But anyways, yeah. Let's end this episode so I can actually say You can listen to us. It's not Thank you for listening to the John Cosby Roller Podcast. Remember, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Come to Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Um, if you want to hear more on me and Christian, we have the Night Out Show on KDHR Radio. Um, new episodes every Thursday on KDHR um, Radio. The John Cosby Robot is every Monday, Wednesday, and now Fridays new episodes for us 
Um, so yeah, follow us, stay safe, practice social distancing. <laughs>